Welcome, dear friends, to the Taviret, a Wheel of Time podcast hosted by three gentlemen for whom the very wheel itself bends around. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Bill, Rob, and Rich. Hello, dear friends and listeners and other wanderers of the universe. Welcome to the Tarvrian Podcast. My name is Bill. My name is Rob. And I am Rich. And we are all on tenterhooks because at the moment all of our PCs seem to be crapping out. <laughs> we, seem, we seem to be stable for a moment, so, so we'll just be very still. Mine was a user error. I'll, I'll give it that. ID 10 <laughs> I know, but let's let's not touch anything, okay? <laughs> okay. So, how's it going, guys? How's your week? Okay. How's your week of wheeling been? It's been good. It's been good. Um, I just wanted to give first. I just want to give a quick shout out to my brother and his awesome guitar playing. <laughs> yes, you may have noticed, people. We had a, a slightly different intro <laughs> today <laughs> before our normal intro. Uh, but yes, uh, Rob <laughs> and his brother got together to do a rendition of "Dust on the Wind" by someone. Well, the original song is called "Dust in the Wind" by Kansas, ah. and you know, ever oh, since Kansas, yeah, I know, ever since you know, I first read "Eye of the World" and I saw this chapter, that song plays in the back of my mind whenever I'm reading that chapter. <laughs> and my brother used to play guitar back in college, and I'm like, "Hey, do you mind going to fish out your guitar?" He's like, "Why? <laughs> yeah, I want to do a thing." I, I don't suppose he knows how to play "End of the World" by REM, does he? <laughs> Funny thing, I saw that about this in Discord. <laughs> One day in college, I got really bored and learned the lyrics to that song. Not that I can play it, but I could, I can sing it if <laughs> if, if you buy me a few points. <laughs> well, uh, when, when when we get to Four Kings, I'll buy you a pint. <laughs> so All yes. right. <clears throat> so yes, today's chapter is going to be dust in the wind or on the wind. I'm dusting dust in on the wind. the wind. Yes, yep. we're dusting the wind, which is ironic based on what the most recent news is but hey whatever <laughs> uh so do we have any itunes reviews because me and rich thought we did last week <laughs> <sighs> i didn't see any new ones recently um 
although I don't have the information in front of me, there might have been a, a positive comment on a YouTube video. Oh, there was. Um, oh, man. But I don't have that in front of me. Uh, neither do I. Like I say, I, I'm, not, I'm not willing to touch my laptop at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally had to restart before we joined, before we started up this call as well. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was just like, it just grinded to a halt. So I'm going to restart quick. Welcome to the Todd Viran at Wheel of Time slash Tech Talk uh, podcast. Yeah. So if you go into Windows 10 settings menu, and uh, <laughs> let's not go down that route. But yes, uh, people, uh, if you do want to rate and review us, uh, do so on your favorite iPod catcher app or whatever you use. Uh, everyone knows I hate saying that, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because <laughs> uh, it does really help uh, get the show out there and get our name out. And people will see us, see that we're positively reviewed, and maybe listen to our terrible rantings and ravings as well as you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bitch and moan about our laptops. Yeah, bitch and moan about our yeah. laptops. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be people there going, use a PC. <laughs> <laughs> I need portability, people. <laughs> um, yes. So, what's next on our agenda? Because this is a pretty meaty chapter, isn't it? Yeah, I'm well, keen to get forward. I think, think you said we have a little bit of news? Yes, breaking news here. Matt, the, the actor, got sacked already. Oh, man. What? Yeah, man. Apparently, uh, at the um, casting party that they had, he uh, covered a bunch of the producer's dogs in their flower and then set them off. <laughs> he, did, he did what now? <laughs> You know, I don't think it was flour. <laughs> of course, of course, I am. I am joking. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, um, this, I thought this news had been a little bit bigger. I didn't even actually hear that. <laughs> yes, so you got the dogs dirty. So what? I, I, li- I like the idea of uh, I'm going to throw in some news every now and then that may or may not be real. <laughs> I'm going to use, as the Americans call it, fake news. <sighs> you, <laughs> me. That's all right. I, I, I'm, I'm all banged on it at the moment. <laughs> like, like we said with REM, me and Rich are playing a game where we've reached a giant wall. It's called the end of the world. So as we, as we, as we keep saying, you know, Trump's at the top and you've got to beat him to finish the game. <laughs> no one can beat him. <laughs> no, because he's forcing the other people on the other side of the wall to build it. He's got the Russians. <laughs> Don't, can't beat him. Can't mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yes, so uh, is there any real Wheel of Time news? I remember seeing something about... Um, Rosamond Pike. The only, I mean, it's not that I've seen any news, but I've seen a lot of cool fan art with the likenesses of the cast coming out. That's, that's basically the only news. And then, you know, people's reaction to the negative things that are said about the casting, which yeah. is not even worth that much time to talk about. Yeah, me and Rich spoke about that last week because uh, Brandon Sanson replied to a few of the uh, Reddit posts on it as well. Yep. And it's just basically like, who cares? <laughs> exactly. I think my reaction was I don't actually remember Robert Jordan ever really describing like the um, the skin tone of the people from him. No. So I've got I mean, no I idea. Think, <laughs> I think, you know, I mean, well, there's interracial relations in the Wheel of Time books. I mean, I yeah, can't tell you who that's that. spoilers. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, you know, certain characters get with certain characters from the other end of the planet, you know? <laughs> it's just that happens. <laughs> hey. You know, we don't even know how big this planet is. Love is love. Who cares about skin tone? Exactly. And let's not even get on to the, um, the weird consonant that's never, ever mentioned, but somehow exists in the, in the Wheel of Time. It shows up in the last, in the, in the, in the last third of the last book. Um, no. What? The, um, uh, what's it? The, the something of madness? I, so, oh. <laughs> Did you I, know about I just, you know, We hear about that land and 
just hear about it in rumors and legends, and then at the very end of the series, we. No, I think we're talking me. about two different things there, Rob. Oh, we're talking, talking about <laughs> Sahara. Sah- Sah- Shara. Shara. No, I'm not talking about Shara. Uh, that's whole... what I was talking about. If you if you imagine the the world of Robert Jordan as if it was like our real world, it's kind of like where Australia is. <laughs> and I think it's called like the continent of madness. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. just like it was just like I think only I think it's only ever mentioned like once somewhere in the book as like a passing comment. Okay. <laughs> and then it got added in in the uh, compendium at some point. But yeah, there's a giant <laughs> continent to the south, like to the southwest of everything in this, which is just. But like, isn't that like wasn't that like the history of Australia? Like that's where the crazy folk went like we oh mate we do have australian listeners <laughs> i'm just kidding and they're and i'm crazy in love with my australian fans. <laughs> nah, the uh the well the um the, the terrible long-running uh opinion of the australians is because it used to be uh where uh <laughs> not not a, not a nice part of british history but we used to send all of our criminals there that's what i meant so just to sort of ease the um is the strain on our penal colony here but you know uh, australia was a big place to go and dig for gold and mine and stuff so it we weren't very nice to the people we sent out there but yes a... <laughs> sounds like it sounds like something familiar in in, in our history rich at least for us this was like three at least for us this was like three four hundred years ago <laughs> <laughs> you know we did that a long long time ago it's fine well, <laughs> yeah our, our country's like hey um here's 20 bucks we buy half this continent awesome here here you go Oh, and you guys can live over there. Cool. Can I have that? Can I have that bit of the moon? <laughs> <sighs> so anyway, yeah, I was trying not to get off tangent, but I've, I've managed I, to talk I'll about the, on the, uh, the British history of going to Australia for some weird reasons. <laughs> and also, probably what I just said was completely inaccurate. So apologies for everyone in the universe. Thanks for putting your foot in your mouth just after mine to take off the onus off me. Exactly. Uh, luckily, <laughs> yeah. I have managed to offend every single religion on earth this week. <laughs> anyway, carry on. <laughs> uh, what's next? Chapter twenty: Dust on the Wind. Da, 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 just <laughs> <the> anyway. <laughs> hey, my brother, I, I, I can get you on uh, Zoom, and you and my brother can riff on a song too if you want. <laughs> no, I, I've got I've got to learn the REM song next. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Yes, dust on the wind. So we start off. We're still uh, in Shadow Logarth. Yep. Uh, our, our our happy gang of adventurers are desperately trying to get out as quickly as possible, because as we found out last week, there's a bunch of Kevins lying around. Yep, yes. Four, four Kevin the Murdrels are uh, in the city, driving the Trollocs around, and <laughs> Matt and Rand and Perrin all had a lovely encounter with a lovely gentleman called Mordef, who's yes. now trying to kill them all. Now, for just as a bit of a uh, thing, because it does get a bit confusing, uh, Mordef and Mashadar are kind of the same thing at the moment. That's what I, yeah, I consider him kind of like a second form. Yes. So it's kind of the idea is that I think Mordef's consciousness is trapped within Mashadar. And <clears throat> Mashadar, it's never really fully explained what it is. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's basically this it. huge fog beast that just comes out at night in the city. And if you touch it, it's going to uh, rip your soul out. Well, ironically, I mean, do you, either of you guys ever watch the show Lost? Oh, man, I loved nope. Lost. Never <laughs> had. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rich. I never watched it. No? I mean, I, I fully went in head, head over tails from day one. I mean, it kind of petered at the end, but... You know, they have their own smoke, smoke. They just refer to it as the smoke monster. 
hmm. in that show, and it was very much drawn from Jordan's magic arm. Yeah, got very, got very weird when it suddenly had chains inside it, and it, yeah, had symbols and stuff, and <laughs> yeah, but it was kind of the same thing. Someone, you know, entity known as the Man in Black would be able to turn into the smoke monster and go kill. So Sephiroth turns into a smoke monster. <laughs> anyway, sure. <laughs> so yes, everyone's trying to leave the city. Uh, all the Emmons Field people, including uh, Tom as well, he's kind of with them. They're all terrified. They're all huddling together on their horses as they're walking through the city. And then Rand suddenly realizes that Moraine and Lan are just slightly ahead of them, just as a tendril of fog starts to lay between the two parties. Yep. So I'll stop full. Yep, so Moraine quietly whispers because she doesn't want to attract any, to- any, any trollops that are lying around being trollopy <laughs> and uh, tells him to stop and then she explains, yeah, that's Mashadar, don't fucking touch that. <laughs> uh, so our, our gang has been conveniently split into two. Moraine and Lan and everyone else. So she tells him to uh, basically find another way around. And uh, we have the Peter Pan moment, don't we? Well, she tells him, she tells him Second star on the left. Yep, follow the red star. <laughs> straight on to the next, straight on to midday. <laughs> but yes, there's yes, a nice. I don't think that's going to happen. There's a nice low hanging red star. She said, if you keep heading towards that, you'll eventually hit the river, <laughs> which is what we're aiming for in this chapter. <laughs> Everyone's aiming for the river. Exactly. Some go directly into the river, but we'll get to that. Cool. So our party splits. <clears throat> so we have what? It's, it's land and Mulrane. Yep, Lan and Moraine go off by themselves, but I don't really think we hear much more from them in this chapter, do we? No, it's good. Yeah, we got basically we get to the point where Tom and the Emmons Fielders are just trying to avoid Mashadar, and it's like they don't know the city layout, so they're just running down streets that don't have smoke. Yes, well, they, uh, I wouldn't say running because they're trying to be careful and quiet. At the moment uh, okay, and they're not running yet. I yeah, because so. because the because tro- the trollop because they know the trollops and the Kevins are looking for them. So yep. they, uh, they're slowly working their way around the city, heading towards the star. And then at this point is when suddenly they spot the Trollocs. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There's a bunch of Trollocs. Every, everyone, everyone at once shouts and goes, this way, the this way, this weren't way. The Trollocs? I'm sorry. So weren't the Trollocs surprised to see them too? <laughs> yeah, they kind of just like turned a corner. And yes, they were very surprised. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the, oh, don't forget the Trollocs are terrified walking around this place yes <laughs> they, don't, they don't want to be in here they know all about mashadar and mashadar doesn't care if you're a friend of the dark or not mashadar just wants to eat you exactly. <laughs> and so they are terrified but yes they bump into a bunch of trollocs with their catch poles uh everyone at once shouts run <laughs> we'll come this way <laughs> and then they all scatter in all different directions oh that's right Rand tried to Rand's like everybody on me and just psh, scatter <laughs> tom says it Matt says it, Perrin says it, and everyone goes off in a different direction. It's like, oh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So just, Rand did, did try to take the lead. So, you know, slowly but surely we're starting to get Rand in a try like in in that instinct, he's like, on me guys, let's go. On me. Watches everybody scatter. <laughs> so uh, good intent, but couldn't follow through. But yeah, but it's too it's too late to slow down now. Rand's got no. a bunch of uh, he's got three trollocs on his trail. And then suddenly Kevin turns up as well. He's whipping the trollocs. Yep. Oh, that whip, man. Cracks like, <laughs> as Rand describes it, it cracks like thunder. And uh, yet yeah, Rand's just pushing Cloud, his horse, as fast as he can. Not not the Final Fantasy character. <laughs> no, that, that would be weird. <laughs> yeah, he's just riding Cloud around everywhere, <laughs> trying to avoid getting spiked in the eye with his, his head. Hey, maybe that's where Let's Mosey came from. <laughs> oh, but, right, right. But he, uh, yeah. Final Fantasy jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so he's kind of like he's he's pushing Cloud as fast as he can, but the Trollocs are keeping pace, mainly because Kevin's whipping them from behind. And yes. um, he sort of starts to go down an alleyway and he starts to notice tendrils of Mashadar coming down from the windows and the ceilings of these buildings. So he's keeping right down low to Cloud's neck. And as he comes out the other end, uh, so do the Trollocs and Kevin. Uh, but unfortunately, they were a bit slow. <laughs> yes, and yeah, Mashadar, get... Mashadar eats them. We get our first Masadar kill, and I guess from uh, Jordan's explanations, the sounds were just god awful. The guttural cry, cries of the Trollocs, uh, the, 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 the bones crushing and sinew, and oh, I can't even imagine what that would sound like. Mm, but he also describes the fact that their their cries are then muted as the tendril yeah. of Masadar goes into their throats. Oh. But yeah, man, he takes out those Trollocs and he takes out Kevin as well. But as Ka as Rand's watching this scene, <laughs> he catches a bit of movement in the corner of his eye and sees a pole sticking up. <laughs> and so he goes to attack it with his sword and then at the last second just stops when he realizes it's Matt. What <laughs> <laughs> the hell are you doing? How did Matt get here, man? <laughs> hey. I mean, they all ran in different directions. Tabi Ran. Tabi Yeah, Matt and Rand are just meant to go through this bit together. Exactly. <laughs> so Matt and Rand uh, are now uh, partnered up, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're ready to uh, go off on their adventure towards the north to the Red Star. To the Red Star. And then I think uh, do we? I think we follow Matt and Rand until they get out of the city, don't we? They get. I think they get just outside the city limits and get chased by more Trollocs. Ah, uh, so and more yeah, more Trollocs catch up. A little, uh, fancy knife work by by Master Glee Man. Oh, yes, that was it. Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about this because I thought it was hilarious because, yes. yeah, Matt and Rand managed to successfully, for the rest of this bit, like, it's only a little bit, but they, they negotiate their way, they get out of Shadow Logarth, and they go into the trees. They're still petrified, thinking maybe Trollocs mm -hmm. are waiting outside because they did hear a horn from outside of the city. Um, but they, they seem to be safe, and they're just like, okay, there's no Trollocs here. And then they suddenly hear the noise of hoofbeats. <laughs> <laughs> they turn over and they see they see Tom who's just like run you idiots and he's just got like <laughs> half an army of trollops on his trail. <laughs> I know you fools. So, yeah, so he's this just like part where he, he uses <laughs> the knife work, takes out a bunch of trollops and turns to them and goes, "Those are my best knives, boys." Is that this part? He complains that he has best knives. Um, <clears throat> not only is it this part, <laughs> I don't think it's this part. I think it's in a little bit. But it's okay. just I just love the idea that <clears throat> the boys have managed to get themselves quite safe. And then just like Tom out of nowhere. I, I imagine in, on the TV show that bit's going to be quite funny. Get out of here. What are you doing? It's like, phew. And then they turn around and there's, there's comedy Tom coming with his Trolloc army. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys, you don't want to know. <laughs> Apparently, I slept with the Kevin's mum. <laughs> <laughs> and now they all want to kill me. We're going to have lovely little, little Kevin Tom babies. <laughs> Kevin's my son. Get away. That would explain a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's my bastard. That's my bastard, Kevin. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, and then we finally, guys, we've been 19 and a half chapters of Rand. Yep. That's... Finally, we switch pers perspective. <clears throat> and we suddenly see the world from the point of view of Perrin. Yep. And Perrin is just like sitting on his horse playing with his axe, <laughs> talking about how slow he is. <laughs> I, mean, he, I think he's, he's staring at the exit from like 
blocks away. Am I correct? He is. He's like he's because he's staring out into like an open square, which leads up to the exit to the city. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, the moment I go out into that square, I'm exposed. So he's thinking very carefully about his options here and whether he should run out or you know slowly trot across or try and find yep. another way around when he sees another shadow emerging from over the well, other be- side of the before square. We get, before we get to that, in his inner monologue when he's thinking this out, I guess his his history in Evans Field is that people think of him maybe as a little bit slow hmm. because he takes so long to come to decisions, but we find out he's not slow. He's just being deliberate and smart. Yes, he's been deliberately so, careful. Uh, yeah, because yep. he's like such a big, big, big bloke for such a young lad. Like he, everyone just thinks he's a bit thick and slow. But <laughs> he's, actually, no, he's just no. weighing all the options. Yeah, we find out as this goes on that he's really not thick. <laughs> no, he's no, just no. he just really likes to sit and consider what he's going to do next. Uh, and he actually he actually says about um, uh, how he, that's basically the complete opposite to Matt, <laughs> who doesn't think about his decisions, and quite often he's. Um, being so impetuous ends up with him, Perry and, and Rand all in the cookpot together. Then he goes, oh, yeah. actually, I, actually, I don't want to think about cookpots at the moment. That's right. <laughs> Considering I've got a bunch of Trollocs trying to put me in one. Yes. <laughs> and then, yes, then that's when he suddenly sees a shadow from across the way. And a, uh, a rider on a horse emerges and he hears the, the faint voice of someone going, Rand, are you there? Is it Gwaine? Or I don't know what the actress's name is. I should really learn what these actors are all called. I think that's Madeline. Madeline, yeah. So Madeline's there. <laughs> um, yeah. And well, it's ironic because I think one of one of Rand's last thoughts to himself before we switched to Perrin was that he was mad at himself that he wasn't able to take better care of Edwin. Uh, oh, again, I think that happens when we go back to Rand. Okay, I'm all over the place. Because I think him and Tom, yeah, I think him and Tom talk about it, and he's just like. I said I'd protect her. I said I'd look after her. Because I'm pretty sure the bit with Matt, with Matt Rand and Tom just, um, yeah, Matt Rand and Tom just ends with <laughs> Tom saying, run, you bastards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, when they come back to him, yeah, Tom's like, yeah, you know, I've spent some of my best throwing knives. <laughs> I won't get those back. Um, but when do we go back to him? Uh, so, so, hang on, I've lost track now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Parent and Egwin just meet up and they escape from Trollocs. Yes. And while even Perrin, as as they're as they're running, and Perrin is just focused so much, he, he's being chased by Trollocs, he's not even paying attention and rides his horse That's directly true. into the <laughs> Aranel. And, and here here we have our second. Perrin, Perrin does something stupid. stupid. <laughs> by the way, we need to set up. I think maybe next week I need to give the listeners an updates on all the counters because someone <laughs> asked us to. Uh, count the times blood and bloody ashes was muttered so i think i've done that too but we need to give everybody oh, count. god have you been keeping up on that i well that's a tough one it was it was easy at one point because i had the that one website so i just google i just searched bloody ashes <laughs> but anyway like i said this is this is our second parent parent does something stupid yeah man it's great he just literally just like running 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 pushing his horse as hard as he can and then his horse just goes over a cliff <laughs> <laughs> well, not not quite a cliff. That's over exaggerating it, but it goes like over a, the edge. Yeah, yeah, over the edge into the river. And yeah, <laughs> so funny. And I think he says as well that he hears a splash as well from down the way. So Egwene's done the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He loses his cloak. He loses some of his other survival gear. Yeah, basically almost his axe, but he's, he's able to, to, to navigate. 
So he's currently he's currently he's currently like rich, you know. He's just sitting there in his underpants. Yep, <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, now my eyes are burning. Play, playing with his axe. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey man, I sent Maybe. you the axe. For, I sent you the axe for Christmas last year. You better still be playing with it. <laughs> Here, honey, catch. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and so, do we now? Do we now switch perspective? Back to Rand. I think Matt. so. My next note is is back to Matt and Rand. Yeah. So I think this is this is where this is where we have all the stuff. Matt and Rand rely on Tom for some fancy knife work to keep them keep, keep them running. Yeah. Tom's very good with his knives. So there we go. We had 19 chapters of Rand. Two minutes of pairing. <laughs> now back and to Rand. Run, and he runs his portion of the river. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, all these people are just so dumb. <laughs> they just all they do is run their horses into rivers. Oh, yeah, they're being chased by Kevin's. You know, I, know, looking... I know, but keep an eye out, man. I suppose you know, I'll give them some breaks. It is dark. <laughs> they were looking for Daddy Rich. Daddy Rich. <laughs> oh yeah. Daddy cool. Daddy. Daddy cool. Daddy, why don't you love me? <laughs> <clears throat> I hate you, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> Um, so they're yeah, so, running. They're, Tom yeah. and the boys are running, just just head into the. I think they lost sight of the Red Star, but they're just looking for water. And they look downriver, and they see a boat. Right, this yep. is where they. See, okay, and they're like, "Let's do it. Let's just go for the boat." And whatever happens in the boat can't be worse than what would happen if we stay behind. Yes, exactly. And I kind of agree with them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not bad logic. I want to get. I want to get on that boat. I need to be on that boat with my flippy flops. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I think they make it to the boat as the Trollocs get to them. Um, and I, and the, the crew wakes up, or the or the one guy who was supposed to be on watch <laughs> may or may not have been on watch. <laughs> he was definitely asleep. <laughs> have you got a note of his name? Not if you ask him. I don't have it with me. Oh, damn, neither do I. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I, I, I love this bloke. <laughs> he's not in this. He's not in this for long, but it's so funny. <laughs> you talk while I look him up. <laughs> oh, so um, my name's Bill. <laughs> I come from England. Uh, you know yeah. that much. Yeah, so I think um, I think they try. So they jump for the uh, boats, but I don't think Cloud quite makes it. If I remember rightly, oh. I'm pretty sure Cloud goes into the river. <laughs> Rand lands on the boat um, <clears throat> along with Matt and Tom. And then I think one of the Trollocs makes it on, or maybe a couple of the Trollocs. Gelb. Gelb was our sleeping oh, watchman. Gelb. Man, I love Gelb. <laughs> yep, he was sleeping at the wheel. Yeah, and basically he gets woken up when Rand's foot hits him in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to fight him off. Yeah, because the next couple of tra- chapters, every time Gelb's mentioned, he's like, he's rubbing the lump on his head. <laughs> Looking, sco- 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 like looking at Rand, giving him the death eye. Yeah, yes. Bastard. <laughs> you know, well, we have a scene here where, where um, Rand is prone on the deck, the Trolloc above him about to give him a death blow. Yeah. And then... Nope. By, whoops, sorry about that. <laughs> Was that the by some blow? sheer luck, um, the boom <laughs> comes by, just like that, the boom comes by and, and sweeps the Trolloc off the deck. Yeah, it's all Rand stuff, man. And I'm pretty sure at this point some of the uh, some of the crew has woken up from all the noises. Yes. So <laughs> and they all they all run out into the, they all run out onto the ship. They see the trollocs. They see the boys, and they're a bit like, uh, "What the?" Fuck? <laughs> well, they're not. The one thing I noticed is the crew is not 
freaked out. Like you, you know, would think in this in this area of the world where trollocs don't habitate, that people get freaked out and don't know what to do. But the crew seemed to be like, "Up, oh, trollocs, get to work, guys." They help. They help the boys and Tom get get on the deck and take care of the trollocs. Yeah. So this crew, this crew is very good. And as we find out from the captain, is it Captain Doman? Captain Bale Doman. Captain Bale Doman. Doman. This is another legend. <laughs> yes. And I think he pops up several times in the books as well later on. Oh yeah, he's 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 a he's a he's a regular. He comes in all you know. Yeah. Whenever the boys need to get somewhere by boat, he's their man. <laughs> yeah, he'll keep he'll keep coming back. And yep. um, so he basically tells them that they uh, they're they're not going to go on his boat for free, especially when they got Trollocs chasing them. <laughs> yes. Uh, he asks them for their story, which uh, Rand spins them a bunch of lies. <laughs> well, I think it was Matt. Matt starts to get vocal, and you know, loose lip Matt. He just <laughs> yeah. goes ahead and Rand, Rand gives him a kick in the shins. Come on, this is how we got into trouble with Mordeth. Shut up. Well, Shut even up. before like when he demands payment, the boy, you know boys with the hay still in their hair just like oh my god they immediately just whip out all their money <laughs> yep <laughs> um, oh <laughs> yeah that's how the chapter ends isn't it tom because they have to tom, pay yeah, tom gives yeah. a little little watch for like yeah because they give they give up the two silver dollar things that uh moraine gave moraine's coins yeah i know which but you know it's all they had yeah so they, they don't know them. what's important about it yeah they felt but the it, connection but at that point you know the connection wasn't true worth not being on the boat tour so, but I could just see those country bumpkins getting on a boat and, and bail down and be like, what be your fare? And, you know, that boy's like, oh, I got uh, I got some gold, some silver. Got all you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Because Tom, Tom schools them afterwards, doesn't he? He goes, oh, for God's sakes, come on. I would have been able to get it for a song and a story. Yeah, I would have got us a free ride. <laughs> if we no. just, if we'd just done yeah, my gleam silver so quick. Yeah. But even, and even still with that, Matt's like, yeah, we're headed to Whitebridge and we're head on our way to, and then Tom has to step in. <laughs> Wherever the wherever the wind takes us, we're just dust on the wind. Yes, that's where we, that's where we get the uh, title of the chapter. Uh, <laughs> I say dust on the wind, and you break into REM. Well, no, I was doing. <laughs> just waiting for the moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to sing dust on the wind. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not Kansas. That was it. I'm more Michigan. That was a, like, I, like I said <laughs> in in my teaser. That was something I've never ever ever done before. <laughs> uh, but I think I will cut in dust on the wind as much as I can. <laughs> um, That's good. But yes, uh, so yeah, Captain Doman he explains why the ship was there in the first place. He said they got caught out by uh, they got caught out in Saldea, uh, where <clears throat> the ice froze over early, so they kind of got a bit stuffed <laughs> and they got stuck up in Saldea. And then also because it was such a long winter, the ice uh, didn't the, didn't didn't thaw out for ages so they've only just managed to get back onto the river and this is their first trip back into like you know the heart of the continent yes <laughs> it doesn't have an official name just an unofficial name of randland yeah randland <laughs> randland so yeah he's heading back down the rnl and um he's the one who mentions yeah we're not we've we were glad to get away from saldea because of the fact there were so many trollocs attacks during the winter You'd say there wasn't a night that went past where there wasn't a farm or a house burning down, or some nights even a whole village. And he was happy to get away back down to the southern lands where people thought his stories of Trollocs were bullshit. Yes. <laughs> He's just like, God, I, I just I just wanted to get out of there and get back to somewhere where people thought my stories uh, are just lies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for people to think they're lies because I just don't want to be near a bunch of bloody Trollocs. And here I am, halfway down the river, back into safety, and you're bloody bringing Trollocs onto my boat. <laughs> Yeah, sons of bitches. 
Well, I mean, you got even even though he's complaining, you have to feel a little bit of security in that you're you've happened to come across people who aren't going to yeah. condemn you as evil because you're associating with Kevin's and Trollocs. Yeah, they they know Kevin's and Trollocs are bad, but they they're just a bit like perturbed by the fact they're so far south. Yeah. But yeah, but the boys the, the boys can uh, procure their their trip of safety down the RNL all the way down to Whitebridge. So is that the end of the chapter? Yep, and this is where we get the note of, of Rand telling telling Tom, I should have tried harder. <laughs> yeah. Regarding Egwin. <laughs> Let's go. She's doing just fine. She's doing just fine. Well, we don't. I think when we left her, she was in the river with Perrin. Spoilers for next chapter. <laughs> she may be in swim. But... Now, I'm looking forward to the next chapter because I think pretty much the whole thing is set from Nynaeve's point of view. Uh, is that Yes. Yes, we get naive. Yes, because that's listen to the wind. We're still, still, still being windy out there. Yeah, well, she is. She's a wisdom. She's always listening to people's wind. Yeah, and, and then giving them some herbs <laughs> to help out their wind. <laughs> and let doctor listen to my wind. He says, "Stop eating so much red meat." <laughs> yep. No. He keeps telling me to. He keeps telling me to not go for a curry. Uh, but yeah. we are going to condense the next two chapters. Oh, we get a bit of feedback from Rich. Sorry, me. But huh? <laughs> yeah, you just gave a little feedback for a second there. Um, I always give feedback. I know, I know, I know. It's not close enough to your face. <laughs> I literally have it on my mouth. Flip if the any axe further, down. It's in my brain. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> what? This is Rich's brain. <laughs> Help me. Bill keeps yep. making me do podcasts. Well, I learned that from from uh, <laughs> another podcast, New Clan, that we talk about. Because you ever see Swice? Yeah. Like record, he puts it right up. He's right yeah. up on top there. Yeah, yeah that's where my mic is, like right on my face. Well, here's funny that I just sent out another episode of Mario Talk with, with my son and a friend of his. And the first half of the podcast, they're they're Ingros talking. And then the second half, I had them guys just kind of riff on whatever they wanted to talk about, <laughs> and they got so relaxed, they started to lean back and just have a conversation. I and and half the stuff I had to cut because like guys, <laughs> I, I, I just. Lean back and talk, and I'm like, "That's a good conversation, but no one can hear you." <laughs> I'll have to teach you about how to uh, use audacity to save that stuff. <laughs> but yes, um, listen to the wind, chapter twenty-one. We're also going to combine that with chapter twenty-two because that's a nice short one. Path chosen, right? A path chosen, yeah. So listen to the wind and path chosen are going to be a, a double header episode. Okay. Now we are a little bit behind on our YouTube episodes that were released. I think we're about four or five behind at the moment. That's because yes. uh, our YouTube expert was, you know, he had some sort of life thing, he bought a house or something. <laughs> Got really busy and didn't have any. Seriously, Tyler, priorities. Yeah, priorities. Podcast, then family. <laughs> yeah, I said that to him yesterday. Come on, where are your priorities, man? He said, well, my toilet's broken. It's like, well, yeah, come on, put the put your podcast up first, then you can fix the toilet. You notice I make my, my <laughs> podcast priorities uh, family comment after my wife left. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you left, then I can make the comment. She was sitting in here and saying, oh, no. Yeah, and that's why I never record my podcast at home. <laughs> <laughs> Secret but, to your success. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but yes, we're going to catch up on the YouTube episodes. Um, and um, don't forget to listen to Rob's thoughts on the castings that happened recently. Because, uh, you know, I don't know who any of these people are. I don't have any thoughts. <laughs> well, like I said, I, I, and only one of them had anything I knew of before and that was that was the uh 90 power ranger <laughs> yes i had i had some choice i had a choice comment on 
the uh, Egwene is in the new Dora the Explorer movie. Oh, is she? Yeah, I don't know what part she plays, but she's cast in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm so happy there's a Power Ranger. <laughs> I'm so happy it's my name as well. <laughs> now, the five of them like bonded together to make some Megazord in, in, you know, to fight the Kevins. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. I just, I just I don't know. I, no spoilers. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to remember, we, we vowed to be a spoiler-free show. Okay. And we fail sometimes. Yeah, I was just about to go into a huge spoiler on chapter nine, on book nine. <laughs> just like, oh. Wind my neck in. <laughs> but yeah, for those of you who know what happens in book at the end of book nine, I think it's book nine, <laughs> where Nynaeve goes to a certain pub in the north. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> she puts on a special Power Ranger outfit. For that. <laughs> anyway, that's the why. magic phrase and wins a hundred dollars. Yeah. Anyway, that is why that is my favorite part in all of the books. So I hope it's book nine. It might be book ten. <laughs> I forget the exact number, but nine seems kind of soon. But but still, mm, yeah. I, I know what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. But that uh, that is my favorite book. And that is my favorite bit in the whole of the Wheel of Time. And yeah. But yes. So well, we have guys. readings with Rob. Yep. Oh yeah, readings with Rob. Oh, sorry. Readings with Yep. Yeah, I we, forgot. I forgot to actually say that last week, and I had to edit it in somewhere. <laughs> it's just like, just suddenly, like I just stopped talking. It's like, oh, that's right. We have a third host who does his own thing. <laughs> yeah, yep, pretty much. But, but for this time, I took the, the boys and uh, their experience of life on the sea and meeting their first pirate. I mean, I mean, sea captain. <laughs> captain Domin. <laughs> Don't call me a pirate. <laughs> so this is readings with Rob. And now, the Taviren present to you Readings with Rob. Chapter 20, Dust on the Wind. Captain, Tom began with a bow. Allow me to... You come below, Captain Doman said, where I can see what manner of thing behold upon my deck. Come, fortune desert me, someone secure this horn-cursed boom. As crewmen rushed to take the boom, he stumped off towards the stern of the boat. Rand and his two companions followed. Captain Doman had a tidy cabin in the stern, reached by climbing down a short ladder, where everything gave the impression of being in its proper place, right down to the coats and cloaks hanging from the pegs on the back of the door. The cabin stretched the width of the ship, with a broad bed built against one side and a heavy table built out from the other. There was only one chair, with a high back and sturdy arms, and the captain took that himself, motioning the others to find places on various chests and benches that were the only other furnishings. A loud harumph stopped Matt from sitting on the bed. Now, said the captain when they were all seated, my name be Bail Doman, captain and the owner of the spray, which be this ship. Now who be you, and where be you going out here in the middle of nowhere? And why should I know throw you over this side for your trouble you've brought me? Rand had still as much trouble as before in following Doman's rapid speech. When he worked out the last part of what the captain had said, he blinked in surprise. Throw us over the side? Matt hurriedly said, oh, We didn't mean to cause you any trouble. We're on, on our way to Camelin, and then to... And then where the wind takes us? Tom interrupted smoothly. That's out of gleaming travel, like dust on the wind. I am a gleaming, you understand. Tom Marilyn by name. He shifted his cloak so the multi-hued patches stirred, as if the captain could have missed them. These two country louts want to become my apprentices, though I'm not yet sure I want them. Rand looked at Matt 
who grinned. That all be very well, man, Captain Doman said placidly, but it tells me nothing. This fortune pricked me. That place be no road to Camelin for anywhere I have ever heard tell of. Now that is a story, Tom said, and he straightway began to unfold it. That was Readings with Rob. If there's a passage in an upcoming chapter you wish to have read on the podcast, simply tweet us at TavirNPod with your request. And that was Readings with Rob. Yeah, are. Arg, I, I, I did go with the generic uh, pirate voice. How can you not? Yeah. Or, or I be Captain Dumman. <laughs> Give me all your oh, silver and I let you... This be the spray. <laughs> or she be the fastest bolt in the r and <laughs> So, guys. Look at that dumb bloke riding his horse into the river. Leave him be. Uh, yeah, I, do you know what? <laughs> the first time I read this book, I was really sad that Cloud just like got lost in the water. I was expecting to pop up somewhere later on in the books, but he never did. <laughs> well, here's the thing: who who was um if 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 Egwin went into the river, so did Bella. Bella, Bella, eh, eh. eh but apparently, eh, Bella eh. is excellent at swimming. Of course, she is. she's Rantles. She's lived she's, on a farm her whole chosen, life. She's, she's the chosen one. <laughs> no, she's the creator. <laughs> Sorry, that's a crazy fan theory that Bella is the creator. Because <laughs> hey, <says> crazy. <laughs> I don't. I, I really want I it to be Australians. Just, I want it, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I want it to be canon on the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome if after everything's all said and done, and they get to go through the whole memory lane in the TV show, the very last chapter is just Bella smiling. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> directing things from behind the all scenes. in my plan <laughs> this was all how I planned it <laughs> just a big cigar <laughs> can we have horses smoking cigar on TV is that okay yeah that should be fine <laughs> good excellent there we go uh, Rav <laughs> Raf. mark my words man <laughs> Raf will think of it creator, Send, creator I'm, Bella I'm sending my good thoughts to Raf creator Bella <laughs> yep so that's it for this week guys so remember double header next week you've got two chapters to read uh, but a chosen a path chosen is quite a short one and yeah we finally get to see how robert jordan writes from a lady's perspective <laughs> i'm sure we lots get lots of hair angst and anger and <laughs> why doesn't everybody just listen to what i say i don't think that's a lady thing though i think that's just that's a an naive thing i will <laughs> yes that's that is i'm not gonna i'm not going there <laughs> Jumping in that morning nest. Yeah, let's not let's not jump into that RNL. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so that's it for us this week, guys. Remember, you can rate and view us on your favorite podcasting apps. And uh, yeah, you know, come YouTube, join Discord, Discord uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Reddit a little bit. I haven't been on Reddit in a while, but I mean, and even more, still planned. Uh, you know, Rich Bill and I need to. Get our ducks in a row and, and get some of this other stuff we wanted to do. Yeah, well, we've got we've got our first um, we've got our first sort of outline for a YouTube video. We just need to get together mm-hmm. and actually do it. <laughs> and you're working on a second uh, tellings, aren't you? Yeah, I need to squeeze it in this week, really. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> it should it should really go between last episode and this episode. But I think I because they're still in Shadow Logarth at the beginning of this. I can I can yeah, and I, and, I, and, I and I recorded a new outro too. I'm not sure. Are we ready for the new outro or? Uh, not for this episode because it will contain spoilers for stuff in this episode. But the next episode, yes. <laughs> oh no, What's we can't. Even do, no, actually, we can't do it then. No, because you mentioned about Matt and certain things. So I think we need to wait another three. Uh, oh man. 
<laughs> I know it's such a good thing to it's such a good thing to think of, but we can't spoil it. So, so we're gonna have to leave it a couple more chapters. I think. All right. Well. So I guess we'll be buying you guys pints at the wine spring for another episode or two. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. No, that's right. No, guys, guys. We spoke just, up at that. <laughs> I've just found Captain Domin's secret rum stash. We, nice. getting, we are getting on it tonight. <laughs> Gelb's on watch. Rum and I got bad, bad, bad nights with me and rum. I, I try to stay away from that stuff. Yeah, but it's fine. Gelb's on watch. We can do whatever we want. Oh, <laughs> poor Gelb. Right, that's it, guys. See you next week. Take care, Bye. guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you want to continue the conversation, tap into the One Power and contact us on Twitter at TavirenPod. You can also contact Bill at Metunica and Rich at HailBlue1569. You can also reach Rob at his website, digging, D-I-G-G-I-N, diggingdeepsports.com. And, as always, we will see you at the Wine Spring Inn. Here's to another great podcast, gentlemen. Cheers! Ah, oh, damn it, Bill! Not again! Brad, can you get another round of pints for me and the boys? Yes, yes, again. No, Bill, this time. Thank you, Brad. Much, much appreciated. Now, where were we, men? Actually, I believe it's Rich's turn at the Stones table. Hmm? What's that you say? No, no, I don't think old Sen will have that. This is Troidal Power, host of the Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. And I'm inviting you to listen to Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. You can find it and a lot of other weird shows at probablywork.com. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.